Oh, look who it is. Oh, shit. <laughs> How does she? Oh, shit. Welcome, bitch. I think it's recording, too. Is it? Oh, my God. Shit, I gotta pee. This is dangerous. Okay. I charged my phone too. Listen, you didn't you didn't expect this to just start going. This is a oh. new feature, by the way, that I've never used before. So All right, y'all bitches, we can't even see each other. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I got thirty one percent of my phone. Let's make this Of happen. course you bitch, you set up the conditions and the parameters for this <laughs> to just be the most stressful. <laughs> like being your friend is like being in speed. You know, like <laughs> it's just constantly I don't know just who's Keanu and I don't know who's Sandra. I think <laughs> I think I'm Keanu in this one. Things change. Things change for a second. <laughs> um, welcome to No Lies Detected. I'm Megan Tonja. I'm so more. And this is a podcast where we talk about the truths you need to know and the lies you tell yourself. Those dirty, dirty lies. Oh my gosh. Today we are brought to you with the magic of Anchor, which, you know, listen, not a shout out, but a shout out. There's a, a new technology they have where we can just record on the phone together and I think we can add other people. No, we don't want to do that though. I mean, I'm just saying hypothetically in a world where we liked or knew other people. It could happen. So, yeah, you know, maybe, I'm just... Maybe only Sakar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We could bring in Sakar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love a little, like, a little guest spot, you know? Just <laughs> showing, just reminding us how great he's eating and how great things are. <laughs> it's, it's so weird to not see you. I know. This is... Uh, it's unusual. Is but this, I do, is this something new that they, they rolled out? Or? This is something new, although I don't... I think it was pretty recent. Okay. So, you know, we love a smart business choice, really. I think, like, if more people knew about this, they would be doing a lot more podcasts. And I don't know if I want it or don't, but yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we have the functionality to do it. Yeah. Um, also, important to note, um, I believe this is the beginning of season three of No Lies oh. Detected. Oh, dear. We're going into our junior year. <laughs> oh, jeez. That sounds scary when you say it like that. Um, I, I, you know, listen, the last time we recorded episodes, it was pre pandemic, pre quarantine that we, that we knew of. <laughs> that we knew. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It was on its way to us, but we didn't know just living delightfully. In they were state, lying the whole time. Yeah. Hanging out in an Airbnb thinking that, you know, some ghosts <laughs> in the walls were going to be the worst of our problems. Oh, Little dear. did we know that this year, if you listen to the podcast, you know how it started off for everybody. Oh, God. Jeez, <laughs> man. The world is now a reflection of that. Mm-hmm, pretty much. Um, we set it off. We, You know what? At the beginning of this year, we really – and you know what? We might have said, if I go back, I feel like we were in some level – understanding that this year was about to be a fucking trash fire <laughs> and that 2020 it's like we couldn't even say it couldn't possibly get worse because we knew that it could <laughs> and we knew that we knew that if that was how you know usually like january where you're starting to get into like how the year is going to be and do it i didn't even have time to do like resolutions or no. any kind of there's no we vision were, board we weren't even two weeks in <laughs> 
We were. I was six days in, and this shit started. And <laughs> I followed four days after. Oh my god! Just, <laughs> just right behind, but not to be outdone, Michelle Moore. <laughs> Margot's like, "Fuck you, bitch." <laughs> Listen, Margot knew that I needed. A, I needed something to focus on, you know. And I feel like taking photos of a crime scene and compiling yes. them was exactly yes. what I needed to take my mind off of it. Lord, what a heaviness! What oh, a heaviness. Jesus. A lot of death to begin with this year. Mm-hmm. And here we are, middle of the year, 2020. And it just feels like, you know what? Life has started anew and in a different direction. And it's time to start with a different goddamn season. Yep. Hello. Um, so listen, it's been a minute since uh, we hung out, since we, we podcasted. So why don't we give a little update on how things are going for us? Um, well, I am in South Florida with my mm. parents. After I fled the crime scene and, um, <laughs> known no, as Los Angeles. <laughs> yes. And I'm happy to be out of that godforsaken city. And, uh, a blessing. I, I've just been here chilling. Um, I, I mean, I mean, what can I say? I mean, the thing is that before the quarantine, I was already quarantined. So true because of, you know, just my whole mental health and stuff. So, um, at this point, um, I think when did we start it? Like maybe in March, I think they started. Mm-hmm. And, but, but I had been quarantined since end of January, really, to be honest with you. True. So, um, yeah, I've just been, you've been, you've been rollerblading. I've been, been rollerblading, watching movies, watching movies uh, leveling up in my spirituality and, Ooh. um, yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, I, I even it. started doing live videos on instagram recently oh, it makes me so happy i literally i just swoop in just so i can hear oh shit <laughs> oh, oh shit there she goes so i've been doing and that. i cackle <laughs> that's it really nothing 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 much i'm still working um doing, yeah. doing my reiki and my spiritual stuff um i had mm-hmm. to take a month off um but um in terms of like uh, the incident that happened, there's there's lawyers involved and everything nope. is you know we're we're we're, <laughs> we're moving on up. This, it's not the last you've heard of this no, goddamn it will not. story. It will not. Like be. I said, if you remember in the beginning, first season one, I believe we made note that at some point we were probably going to be involved in a lawsuit together. <laughs> And well, I here wish we had man. I wish we had manifested more th- things like we were going to be really rich. Mm, listen, that's <laughs> but maybe we did. I was listen. I was already manifesting that, so I'm just waiting for my big old check. Um, <laughs> I said, I, I told the universe, listen, if this is your way, so be it. I will accept. Yeah, I, I, whatever. I'm fine. Whatever road you got to go down. Yeah, I, I will. I will deal with the repercussions of my mental health and so that's what I've just been doing and I think I feel good I feel I have I just haven't seen my partner since my birthday um so yeah I am it's fine it's fine for me it's fine for him it's just after a while it's just like because you know the incident happened after my birthday so I didn't even see him then either so it'll be it'll be a bittersweet moment once we can reunite um um, there will be much, much of a release for me because, um, you know, some people just affect you differently. Um, yeah. You feel more comforted by certain people. But 
yeah, I'm, I'm here with my parents, safe and sound, eating very well, and <laughs> eating, sleeping, and eating. And, you know, that's all I can do right now. Listen, I saw the other day on Instagram stories, you and your dad hanging out for hours, yeah. drinking, doing whatever. And I, in my head, I was like, I'm so incredibly fucking jealous right now because <laughs> I wish that I were hanging out with you. <laughs> I just knew that there were such good conversations <laughs> and like, and like laughter. Oh, yeah. Like I just sensed it. And, and the thing is that I took a, I, I, my dad took a double shot. He is like, you know, we're, we're Jamaican. So he took a double shot of rum. <laughs> but I just want you to know he had two glasses of wine before that. So <laughs> that was pregame. Yeah. That was pregame. He was feeling that's, real that's saucy. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the next time your dad has a couple of glasses of wine and a few shots, I need us to record a podcast. <laughs> and now that you're in the home with them, you can literally pass the phone around. Right. And I'm ready. <laughs> How have you been? Oh, uh, I've been okay for the most part. I feel like, um, what have I been doing? I mean, you know, so much of everything that's happening and people, I think there's a, a little bit of a disconnect in the sense of there's so many people that aren't used to staying home and working from home and being in this space. Mm. I think you and I were very used to doing that. Yeah. Like, really, the only time I left my apartment was if I really wanted, well, when you were coming to my house. So much until, like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's literally it. Or to go to the vet. Like, those right. are the two things I left. But um, I do feel like in some ways I was prepared to be at home a lot. Mm-hmm. I will say that it's the experience of, like, everyone's home at the same time is interesting. It's like there's not really, you know, personally, it's like if you're living with someone, there's not the space or the, the, the time that normally you would have to yourself. And then you right. can also can't leave in the same way. Um, so that's been, it's been interesting. I've mostly channeled everything that's going on into, uh, feeding myself, baking, uh, I started growing plants. I know. I saw I got some that. little tomato, little baby tomato things growing, little dill, little cilantro, little green onion. Um, and it's been, it's been okay. I've watched a lot of shows. I have consumed a lot of the internet, which every day I'm like, I just need to take a fucking break. <laughs> Fuck this place. God damn it. And I have cleaned my apartment more times than I thought was possible. Well, it's like a certain point you're like, I'm marking the time of the passage of time by Okay, well, it's time to do laundry again. Right? Well, the thing is that I think I think one of the things that I absolutely love is that there is a washing machine here. And mm. um, oh god, I should have come. And I just I, I just I, I wash my clothes for no damn reason. I like just use a bath towel <laughs> and then put it in the dirty clothes. <laughs> I love that for you. What luxury. <laughs> Holy it's shit. Better for my skin. I'm like, look at me. <laughs> I love that. Dude, I'm down to like my last $2 a quarter. And I'm like, are banks even open to give quarters? <laughs> like, what do we do after this? A, I, I just but, I um, feel like, yeah, I feel similarly to you. It's just like be, working from home most of my life anyway. So I just, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel very different. Um, I think yeah. the only thing that is different is, Everybody else who's complaining about it. Um, <laughs> pretty much it. 
<laughs> like sometimes it's just like that's true yeah, it's like okay well, well this is not the worst thing that could happen to you in your life so yeah you're you'll like, be oh, fine God, we're stuck inside with our fucking hula. right it's, it's so hard <laughs> jesus christ we have every delivery app <laughs> the internet literally teaches us how to do everything right, 20, bitch i started growing a few seeds and now i'm getting videos recommended to me like how to trim basil like it's just incredible I'm just the things that you, i'm it, learning you know, life is not so bad if the only thing you're complaining about in 2020 is that you're stuck in the house you know what i'm saying <laughs> i used to love being stuck in the house as a kid oh yeah. i craved it it's like please don't push me outside i just want to be on the so internet much entertainment <laughs> at our fingertips i know um i do miss hugs though i yeah, mean I do too. just from people that i it like in particular because i feel like I, I haven't been hugged since march it's funny i and... said the same thing because um funny enough my um, elliot my ex-husband he's here as well and he comes out he came over on sunday and he made mm-hmm. lasagna for me and my parents and he comes over and he bakes sometimes yeah. and so we were watching a movie and i was like he's around children and mm-hmm. and so he they're always touching him and like and uh so i said to him i was like i haven't had a hug since since i landed you know in january i was like i just yeah. haven't so before he left he gave me a hug and i was like thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> thank you for touching me <laughs> oh my god i needed it how much i needed this <laughs> i do i miss good i miss i miss a good hug it's been interesting like i mean i'm obviously i'm so used to having more ago and having a pet around that's been like the grieving yeah. going into this and then it being like she would have loved this she would have been like oh my god you're home again this is incredible but I'm so thankful that I'm not taking her to a vet every week yeah. and doing yeah. all that. Because that would have been, I'm seeing a lot of pet owners that are like, how do we, <laughs> trying to figure out how to cut their own right. dog's hair. Little little Scorpio me, bitch, I was on Amazon like week one of getting that dog, trying to figure out how to cut his hair. <laughs> so, yes, the Scorpio way. Highly recommend. Listen, just need to have it in yeah. case. I'm so sad that last year I went through and I really threw out a lot of shit and gave a lot of stuff away. Cause I was like, Ooh, minimalism reverting from my hoarder ways. And now I could have used that. Shit. <laughs> That's always the case. God, always the it. case. I messed up. It's always the case. I messed up. I'm just so interested in all of the things that, that I'm going to remember when I go back to my storage unit and finally unpack all this and be like, Oh yeah, shit. I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I needed this. Listen, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you had to get out of yeah. there in a hurry. So it's like you didn't even have time to like figure out, you know, because normally it's like if you plan a move, you're really going somewhere. It's like you have time to really right. think about it. There was no, no time, no to, time think. to think. You got to buy a whole new wardrobe. You got to buy a whole bunch of new stuff. So, well, bitch, when you come back with this class action <laughs> lawsuit. Mama's getting a new wardrobe. All Mama's owning the. Uh, you might buy the whole yep, rental space and kick everyone much. out just to have all your shit. Get that. Shit you know, out I will. I will. So I can look at myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the, the the section where Michelle comes up and walks in her new yep. outfit of the day, just along the corridor. <laughs> um, I will say that the the silver lining to so much of this is that you know. At the beginning of this year, I bet that apartment complex really thought that you leaving Listen, would be the end of their problem. Joy, joy, joy. And <laughs> they don't know what's coming. And that company that I'm sure owns many mm-hmm. properties um, with many people who can't pay mm-hmm. rent now are feeling yep. pretty great. Feeling it. So, 
God bless. The Lord provides, as you say. (laughs) The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. (laughs) That's fair. All right. Well, let's get into into a few questions because uh, for those of you who don't know, we do a lot of advice here. So welcome to season three. Send in your questions, nolliesdetected at gmail.com. Or you can call in directly to the Anchor app. I haven't logged into our email in so long that literally when I got here, it was like telling me for a month leading up to it that our Google voice number was about oh, to dang. expire. But I, but I didn't see it. So those messages are still there, but mm. wouldn't call it. <laughs> wouldn't call it. Just call into Anchor, use the app, and you can directly if you do it. Okay. So we have an email. Um, and I love when they, they try to throw me off with fake names, but I can see their name in the email. That makes me happy. The title is I'm getting married, but I still got it bad for a friend. Please. I wish you could see my face right now. (laughs) I can feel your face, bitch. Okay. (laughs) Listen, at some point we might, we might just have to get on zoom while we do this, even though we don't need to just so I can see your face. Okay, so here we go. Hi, guys. Please keep me anonymous. I'm a Capricorn sun, Taurus moon, and Leo Bitch, rising. don't get married. You're not ready. <laughs> You're not ready. I'm a 29-year-old female who's getting married at the end of this year. Let's hope with all this COVID shit. Fingers crossed. The problem is that I still have a big gnawing crush on my friend. Let's call him Mike. Mike and I have been friends for 10 years. We've always been close and have a flirtatious friendship, even when we were in relationships. After we both got out of toxic relationships, Mike and I started a friends with benefits relationship, and it was wonderful. He made me feel alive again. Being with him felt like I was rolling on ecstasy. It was intoxicating. What kept me from getting serious with him was that he's always been adamant about not wanting kids, and I'm the opposite. I've wanted kids. So she's getting this is person getting married because her new husband (laughs) is okay with having kids. If that's why you're getting married. (laughs) That was that was the deciding factor. So when I met my fiance, I stopped seeing Mike. With my fiance, I see a family, kids, and a future. And my fiance is amazing. I still see all those things with him and I love him so much and I want to be with him. But I find myself still aching to be with Mike, even after being with my fiance for the last five Megan, years. Throw it in the trash. I find throw it in the trash. <laughs> I can't. I'm having so much fun. I find myself giddy with excitement whenever I see a text from him, and I think he has feelings for me too. He writes me sweet messages and tells me he loves me. I catch him looking at me from across the room when we're with friends, and he offers me his jacket when I'm cold. I've never cheated on my fiance, and I don't want to. You already emotionally on your fiance. You really are. The sex is great with my fiance, and he's super supportive, but a part of me still aches to be with Mike. Am I just being ridiculous? Am I self-sabotaging? Am I just fantasizing about a relationship I made up in my head? Am I a horrible person for fantasizing why do you being with another ask, person why while I'm engaged? Why do Capricorns ask questions that they already know the answers to? If you're asking the question, <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. My other question yes. to you is, if the shoe was on the other foot, and this was your fiancé uh, writing in, how mm-hmm. would you feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, you already know. Next you already email. know. Well, maybe, maybe not. If she doesn't feel anything, well, that's the really. question. She, that's the question <laughs> she needs to answer. She needs to ask herself: 
If yeah. you're, would you be heartbroken if your fiance, I mean, I just can't even imagine mm-hmm. writing, <laughs> the writing into a podcast, a Taurus moon, writing into a podcast to talk about another man while someone is just joyfully waiting to marry you. Yeah. Sitting here crossing your fingers like, let's hope I can get married by the end of the year. When the no. reality is that all of the all of the things that you're checking off your list of like what you want, what you think you should feel, what you think it should be. You're sitting there pine, not just like, oh, I recently realized I've been in love with someone or, oh, we had a crush for a long time. For five years of a relationship, you've been sitting there flirting and smiley face emojiing all what, over what this person doesn't your realize friend. This is not about her friend. This is not about her friend. This no. is about her inability to commit to her own self. That's the problem. Because mm-hmm. because the friend being flirtatious or offering you a jacket when you're cold or looking at you from across the room, you're reading into that in a way. First of all, that man has not come to you and said, listen, please don't get married. I think this is a thing. I think we should be together. There's no equal anything. It's just all this like little secretive underground shit that you're reading into it Guys, just call I, off the leg. I, I, just blame, I, I blame just, it on covid just, if you I have just, to just, I just think that if it wasn't the friend it would be something else with this person this person is always looking for an excuse to shake up their world mm-hmm. um, and that's that Taurus shit Taurus love doing shit like that <clears throat> yep it's, it's something's too good they're mm-hmm. like well how can i how can i fix this a little bit make it a little <laughs> bit more exciting for myself Listen, I'm not going to tell you not to get married and I'm not going to tell you to to uh, marry someone. That's not my job. Um, And and you you just wasted your time writing and thinking I'm going to tell you if you should get married or not. Mm -hmm. You know, the answer to that question, the fact that you're even writing in. The fact that you're even right, do better, Mm -hmm. be better for yourself. You're you're you, you don't deserve the person that you're with. You don't. You don't deserve the person that you're with, that you're about to walk down the aisle with. If you're right, it's one thing to have thoughts because that's a common thing. You have thoughts. We're human beings. Yeah, that, you wonder like, what would this have been? Was this a thing? And the fact that you are you're toying with it in this way, that you're writing in about it, and and not just mm. writing in about it, writing in about it as 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 a question, like, what should I do? It's not just like, oh, I yeah. have these dreams and I, you know, we had a, we had someone writing about yeah. something like that. And I'm like, that's, that's totally fine. We did. That, yeah, I think that was like, the first episode, totally second episode. Other people and fantasize about other things. That's <clears throat> a very, very normal thing. But you're asking and you're You've already gone the distance and this. saying things that are already putting doubt and, and turmoil into a marriage that hasn't even begun. <laughs> you haven't even had the wedding yet. Yeah, listen, save yourself the money and everyone the fucking time, okay? Just Michelle won't tell she you not to get married. She was but on I will. that ship and her, listen, her Yeah, if listen, if you if you need to blame COVID for it, go for it. But you don't get get into a marriage and then you're still gonna have a friend around that you're always you're gonna cheat on him at some point. You're at that point. Emotionally, you've already gone there. You're just waiting for someone to tell you, like, it's okay. Like, do it. You need you know. to figure out why why you want to get married in the first place, okay? 
That's the one thing you need to do. You mm-hmm. have to understand why is it that you're getting married? Because everything that you wrote down in this email is the complete opposite of someone who wants to get married. Okay. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, Person, I am yeah. in love with my partner and I would, I would definitely marry him. I, no question about it. I would marry him. If he asked me, I would marry him. That's it. That's all I know. There's mm. no one else. There's nothing else to think of. There's nothing else to think nah. of. And you're, you're, you know, flirting, you're flirting with fire, my dear. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So Burn it up. the choice is yours. Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> good, good luck. Good luck to your fiance. Truly. Listen, <laughs> bless that man. Uh, <laughs> all right. The next one, um, I'm assuming this is a serious one, mm-hmm. uh, judging by the title. Should I forgive someone who's oh, dead? Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Hello? <laughs> and I also think they might answer their question by the end of it, but we're going to go on the ride together. Hello, lovely ladies. I admire you both and have learned so much from your podcast. Thank you for always telling us that we're being stupid but when we are here we go, writing a letter stupid. about a dead person asking for forgiveness. <laughs> Listen, here we go. Backstory. When I was 13, my older brother used to bring his friends around all the time. I always kind of got creeped out by one of his friends. We'll call him Jay, 18 years old. One morning I was outside playing and Jay, who had spent the night, came outside. Long story short, he tackled me to the ground and wouldn't let go of me. He never tried to kiss me or touch me, but I remember laying there frozen thinking, I'm going to be raped. This is it. I finally got away and ran into the house and locked myself in my room. And after he left, I told my mom what happened, and she told me, he probably has a crush on you. What did you expect when you're wearing a short skirt? Needless to say, I blamed myself for it. Soon after that, I went to live with my dad, and I never saw Jay again. I honestly pushed it from my memory until I ended up seeing him at a wedding about 10 years after that. Even after all that time, I was still terrified of him. I I expressed to my mom and sister that I was uncomfortable seeing him, and they started making jokes about how Jay and I were both single. They even forced me to sit next to him during the reception dinner. Their reaction honestly made the trauma 10 times worse because, once again, I felt trapped. About five years after the wedding and two therapists later, my mom called and told me that Jay had died in a car accident. I felt relief. I'm not exactly proud of that, but it's the truth. But this, of course, pissed everyone in my family off. They couldn't understand it. Oh, your family. Jesus Christ. They couldn't understand why I wasn't crying over such a dear family friend. They told me I was being dramatic about something that happened 15 years ago. I told them they could all mourn and I would respect that and be there for them, but apparently that was not good enough. So to answer my own question, no, I don't think I should forgive someone who hurt me just because they're dead. I don't believe people are entitled to forgiveness. I really wanted to get your thoughts on this, though, because maybe I'm just being stupid about this whole thing. And this is from, I don't know if they want me to say their name. They wrote it, but Pisces Sun, Gemini Moon, Virgo Rising. You are destined to hold on to things for the rest of your life. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Torturing, flip-flopping, and then trying to process it all in a Google Doc. Let me tell you something. <laughs> First of all, I don't know if you know that saying, but we've said it before. Forgiveness is not for the other person. It is for you. Okay? So the energy mm-hmm. that you're using to not forgive someone is the energy that you're holding on to that you're keeping that is going to sustain you in that in that episode for for the rest of your life for the rest of your life you have mm-hmm. to forgive yourself first of all you have to forgive yourself for 
being so detrimental in your thinking and your ways that you would allow yourself to believe that you didn't deserve the forgiveness in the first place, even after the event, even after, because I don't know exactly what happened or, but even after the event took place, um, you, after this person has passed away, you're still punishing yourself. This is not about, this is not about yeah. them. This is not about them. You are still punishing. You won't even mourn because of a relief. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, if you're crying because someone, someone has, who, who has assaulted you is dead. It's, it's, it's not because you miss them. You know, it's like, yeah, and listen, that that release can be a I'm I'm, I'm glad, glad I don't have to deal with this person ever again. It could be a, a number of things, but the thing is that you're keeping you're keeping this person alive yeah. by pretending because that's what you're doing. Um you you it's an act of um mm -hmm. rebellion. Well, I'm just not going to mourn this person because this person doesn't you're not doing yourself any service or any favors when you do things like that. You're not. Mm. I think I think you know, oftentimes we think about mourning someone and we think of you're mourning mm -hmm. them from a place of I miss them. And I think the reality is that you mourn for many different reasons and in different ways. And sometimes you mourn that, you know, things didn't go the way that you wanted them to or that you needed them to. Really what you're mourning here is, and the bigger picture, is kind of you have a family that first of all, seems very focused on you feeling a certain way for someone that you've seen twice in 15 years, you know, and wasn't really there to help you figure out what was going on or to deal with, you know, um, to kind of make fun of you and like poke fun and make it harder for you. And so I think that there's more of what's going on is there because those are the people that are still alive and that are going to con continually not making you feel safe or um, that you're looking, you're still, even in you answering your own question, where you're like, I don't think that I should have to do this and whatever. It's as if you're flip-flopping with a parent because in the next sentence you're like, or am I just being stupid? You're not, you're not using your own backbone mm -hmm. to believe what you're saying. You're still waiting for some validation from mm -hmm. a mom or whoever to tell you this is what, this is what mm -hmm. you're supposed to feel and this is what you're supposed to do. Um, you know the truth. You know that you didn't feel safe with this person, that you felt traumatized by this person. And and in ways that your family didn't look out for you, you have to look out for yourself. And so in the same vein that they're making fun or they're telling you what you should do, I think you need to see your family for who they are and where they are and their understanding of it and understand that anything they say really is not has nothing to do with you. You don't have to do any of those things. You don't have to feel a certain way. And um, you don't have to battle with yourself. Feel how you feel about how, you, how, how you're it. feeling. And if you want to cry over it, cry over it. But you need, in order to move on from something, you got to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself for allowing yourself to continue, continue to live in shame or victimhood by um, living in fear or, or all that all of those energies just keep you in a place of always remaining the victim right because mm -hmm. we all know that when you yeah. when you're assaulted you are a victim right so, so that is the technical term you are a victim yeah 
but you don't have to live in it. At some point in your life, you mm-hmm. have to understand that, yes, I was a victim of this and this happened to me, but that does not, that does not make up who you are. It does not make up who you are. It's something that happened to you and, uh, and while it fucking sucked, and I can completely understand as someone who has been sexually assaulted and sexually abused for a very long time by many different men in my family, I'm, I'm telling you that mm-hmm. I still don't want to be around them, Right. I still don't want to be around them and I choose not to be around them. Mm-hmm. That is my choice. But I have forgiven, I, I have forgiven everything so that I can move forward. But I'm, it's still a trigger when you see someone or are reminded of something that was traumatic and that's fine. There's, there's nothing, there's, that's a normal process. It's a normal thing to, to experience. So when you find out that somebody who has caused you harm, my, my, my um assaulter he died okay he died when many 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 years ago and he died and i remember when i found out about it, i didn't feel anything but later in the week i cried and i cried because he died with my story he died with you know a part of me and that made me really sad um but yeah. it didn't change the fact that i was owning who i was in, in my life, in my current life. And I continue to do that. And, you know, you, you owning your life and own mm-hmm. and, and, and having that power and um, being one with that power, power doesn't mean no tears, no sadness, no anger. That's not what that means. It means being able to fully commit and express to how you feel without allowing it to disrupt your whole world. That's what that is. And mm-hmm. so I guarantee you, you're not going to be able to move away from this until you forgive. And it's not about the person. You have to find a way to say to yourself, I forgive you for holding on to this. I forgive you for allowing other people to make comments and, 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 and shifting and changing because of those comments. I forgive you. I love you. I forgive you. You have to continue to say those things to yourself because eventually the more you say that, the more all of those things become non-existent. They're not even a fucking factor. It doesn't even matter anymore. It doesn't even matter. You forgive mm-hmm. so much yeah. that you that these things become, these people, they become a non-factor because you have your own understanding of what happened and you've forgiven yourself and that's all you need. So nobody can infiltrate that. And that is your power. That's the power. Um, uh, you know, I'm sorry those things happened to you and I'm sorry that those yeah. are the responses that you were given, those absolutely un, just uh, insensitive and unacceptable um, for your mother to say the things that she said to you. Um, and you need to forgive her for that. And you need to forgive your parents and you need to forgive. That doesn't mean that you are, everything's great now. It just means that. Yeah. Forgiveness isn't saying it's okay. That that happened. It's just that it is, Mm -hmm. it happened Mm -hmm. and there's nothing you can change about it now. You just have to keep going. And it's like, you know, this man is dead. So what he would want or what he, no one cares at the end of the day. It's like, if you were waiting to take this breath this whole time that he's been around, just waiting to run into him, scared of whatever, I would say, just mm-hmm. take a breath and, take and that breath now. celebrate, celebrate the release of his soul <laughs> because you know, there's, there, there are mm. ways to do yeah. it for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Death doesn't have to be this sad, morbid thing all the time. Sometimes, sometimes you are happy. A motherfucker died. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're just happy about that <laughs> shit, especially if they've harmed you, right? Some people yeah. feel sad because they feel like, man, I some some people always it uh, they um, they feel sad for other people, you know, that who have harmed them. They they feel sorry for them, and yeah, you know, I don't be feeling sorry. For, they feel they feel sorry that they Listen, didn't they didn't get to end that story in a different way or not me. Find exposure I remember while they were alive. I remember when um one of not my <laughs> one of my assaulters um he had a heart attack and you know my mom told me I was like did he die? Oh no he didn't. Too bad. That's too bad. You know what I'm saying? And that yeah. is. Sometimes you got to go out, you got to, you got to let just, a balloon yeah, go and get some gotta, cheesecake, you, you know, I, listen, <laughs> you have a little all night, stuff, but, but you know what, if you die and you've done, if you've done me some, some trauma, do you know what I'm saying? For instance, if the, you know, this company that I'm suing because, you know, mm-hmm. they go bankrupt. Good. That's what you get. Don't care. I'm rich now. I don't, I just, <laughs> I just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't affect me. It wouldn't affect me and it wouldn't, and I, it's not coming from a place nah. of malice. It's just coming from a place of, I don't even consider you. You're not even, it's like, you know, you need oxygen yeah. in your life and that has nothing. You can't even breathe in that space. So if you can't breathe in the space, why even go in the room? That's how I look at people that I don't deal with anymore. So. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, this is a trial for sure because we're gonna hope this saves. <laughs> it was full of so many gems. Uh, <laughs> uh just you um, know, where can they find you, Michelle? I... <laughs> <laughs> just you know, it's you somewhere in the bio. Don't. You'll I mean, find just it. go back and listen to some other no lies detected um episodes, and you can figure that out. But yeah, you can just go. I'm on Instagram. I'm occasionally on Facebook. I don't know. Sometimes Twitter. There's music everywhere. Apparently, the, my music has reemerged on TikTok. I don't. I'm not on. I'm not on TikTok. But some. I love it. Had told me so. Well, it's either it's either someone uploaded it, or if you're going through a distributor, it's an option to yeah. add it to the store now. That's so maybe it automatically is. added it to you, or because it if it's in yeah, if it's in like Instagram is. and stories and all that. But I yeah, think that so, it's yeah. likely to be going on TikTok. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, well, yes, then. While you're looking for Michelle, you can find me. We're very connected. You'll, you'll find me fighting somewhere in a muted thread <laughs> that she stopped responding to three months ago. Oh, shit. It's so funny. <laughs> and because it's a new season, I feel like we need a new I outro think that, phrase. I, and I, think and I suggested one on the, that's on the really... Team. Yeah, I think we should put the. Oh, okay, I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, so. <laughs> wow, that's true. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I was gonna start off with a well, you know what they say, and they'll let you ride it out, but <laughs> it is. All right. Well, I felt this was very appropriate in the age of quarantine and pandemic. And also the fact that in season three, in the in the interim before season three, <laughs> we've just been dragging everyone in our text messages and ending anyone it with this phrase, which is get it. <laughs> anyone can get it. <laughs> 
So wear your mask, stay the fuck inside, take care of yourselves. And just remember, you write you into that it. email address, you send that voice note. <laughs> all bets are motherfucking off. Okay. Only come if you want to be Please, exfoliated. Don't come with your heart See you in the cares. new year. <laughs> all right, y'all. Bye. Hey. Bye. Have fun, bitch.